0: Only you can feel thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, that only you can steal. My soul ya tane setele Ma pre delegan telebalatia so sapahate. Father, thank you for a brand new day. Thank you, Lord, for another time again in your presence. Lord, as I come into the presence of the King of Kings, as I come into the presence of my God, I have come to give you glory. I have come to worship you. I have come to worship the beauty, the holiness of your name, that you are a good and a wonderful God. Scripture says, O gift, thanks to the Lord because He is good and His mercies endures forever. Lord, I declare this morning that You are good. I declare this morning that Your mercies, they endure forever. My God, I worship and magnify You this day. i be glorified in the precious name of Jesus. Lord, for how awesome You are, I worship You. For how glorious you are i worship you indeed lord there is none like you no one else is worthy of praise no one else is worthy to receive all the glory from the depth of my heart lord i give it to you this morning be glorified be glorified once again lord we have come We have come to fellowship. We have come to learn in your presence. We have come to pray at your feet, Father. We have come to receive of what only you can give. We ask this morning, Lord, that you will speak to us. The Bible says that your voice is able to break even the cedars of Lebanon. Father, speak to us this morning. Cause change. Changes in our lives. Lord, bring us into your presence. Cause us to be closer to you, O oh God. We thank you, precious Lord. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone listening in. I am Murphy E. sharing sharing devotion with you. Today, we will be concluding the book of First Chronicles. And then uh, tomorrow, start a new book, the book of Second Chronicles. I know I never did address uh, who wrote the books, uh, those, these two books. Uh, but yes, you would have noticed that no one particular individual, you know, was uh, given uh, that that label as the one who wrote the book. Yes, the book of our chronicles are like compilations of several books, and I'm sure you have had a few of them, Edo the Seer, and Nathan the Prophet, you know, so some of them who were um, at this, together at this time, you know, are compiled what we have uh, today as the book of 1st and 2nd Chronicles. However, uh, it is still God's word, and it's a blessing. An instruction to us. So read uh, First Chronicles 28 and 29 today. Uh, this are David, so we know that David had carefully prepared for the building of this temple. Prepared not just in terms of material things; he has now prepared, you know, um, even the officials, the personnel uh, that will serve in this temple. And so, in chapter 28, we will see David's instruction to his son Solomon on building the temple and then uh, 29 david will call the people together and then motivate everyone to give willingly in preparation in preparation for building the temple Uh, yeah i learned a big lesson here on how how to lead. Alright, please get your Bibles. Let's conclude this one. First Chronicles chapter 28 says that David summoned all the officials of Israel to Jerusalem, the leaders of the tribes, the commanders of the army divisions, and the other generals and captains, the overseers of the royal property and livestock, uh, the palace officials, uh, the mighty men, and all uh, the other brave warriors in the kingdom, David rose to his feet and said, my brothers and my people, it was my desire to build a temple where the ark of the Lord's covenant, God's footstool, could rest uh, permanently. I made the necessary preparation for building it but God said to me you must not build a temple to honor my name for you are a warrior and have shed much blood. So for a lot of people this is is a um, is a subject of controversy. You know what did God mean that David had shed much blood? Okay? So we know that David is a warrior, is a soldier. So sure it is quite possible that David might have shed possibly innocent blood and not have known it aside that uh, the the blood of human beings are precious to God so I'm sure God is "Mm, no uh, you're not going to be the one you know to build this temple because of the way you have lived and really uh, David had protected even his son solomon from everything called bloodshed remember that absalom almost took the uh, the, the lives of every one of them you know but david and his men had to fight eventually he's the leader so yes he must take responsibility for the blood that was shed even that time okay so why some people say argue what did god mean here it was still god's decision and that should have been strong enough at least david accepted it verse 4 says yet the lord the god of israel has chosen me from among all my father's family to be king over Israel forever. For he has chosen the tribe of Judah to rule, and from among the families of Judah he chose my family, my father's family, and from among my father's families my father's son the lord was pleased to make me king over all israel and from among my sons for the lord has given me many yes yes he had many sons he he chose solomon to succeed me on the throne of israel and to rule over the lord's kingdom so the question is where when did this meeting happen was it after David, you know, got them to anoint uh, Solomon as as king, and then Solomon rode on his mule, and then they came into Jerusalem? Was this when this happened, or was this event a very, an entirely separate event where David at been deliberate, consciously, and I think the latter, you know, is more is most likely it. Okay, this wasn't just David doing something abruptly or uh, like impromptu and an emergency. It's clear that he was deliberate in doing this. He told them that look. God chose Solomon to succeed me on the throne of Israel and to rule over the Lord's kingdom. He said to me, and yes, David is quoting God, your son Solomon will build my temple and its courtyard for I have chosen him as my son and I will be his father. And if he continues to obey my command and regulations as he does now, I will make him king I will make his kingdom last forever. That's a quote. Okay, so David is saying, this is what God told me. And that is very, very, very important. So Adonijah and and everyone that, you know, uh, was being tried, you know, uh, being pushed to the front to become king uh, should not have been the case. Because everyone knew, everyone knew. Solomon. uh, David already told them that Solomon was was going to be was going to be king after him verse 8 says so now with god as our witness and in the sight of all israel the lord's assembly i give you this charge be careful to obey all the commands of the lord your god so that you may continue to possess this good land and leave uh, leave it to your children as a permanent inheritance and solomon my son learn to know the god of your ancestors intimately so i i I don't know about you but this was one of the sweetest advice david gave solomon so sometimes when you read a lot of solomon's proverbs you know you can see there that there were instruction sometimes that David gave him and I'm telling you but uh, more than ever his mother's voice Bathsheba's voice was a strong a strong guidance you know for for Solomon. David said uh, my son uh, Solomon I learned to know the God of your ancestors intimately in other words I have known God myself but I can't just pass it or hand it over to you. you must learn to know God intimately for yourself listen this morning your children need to learn to know god intimately for themselves it is not something you can you can force them into it is not something that um uh, they can gain by inheritance no it's something that they must learn from themselves so um what are the few things i think you can do you at least you can model it uh model it and i'm thinking david is thinking i have modeled this before you solomon on what it means to worship God, what it means to be intimate with God. Okay, and David was hoping that Solomon would follow uh, would follow his dead. He said, Worship and serve him with your whole heart and a willing mind. For the Lord sees every earth and knows every plan and thoughts. If you seek him, you will find him. But if you forsake him, he will reject you forever. David says, If you f- seek God, though, you will find him if you want to be close to him the lord will be found but if you reject uh, this god uh, he will also reject you he will reject your kingdom also forever verse 10 says so take uh, this seriously the lord has chosen you to build a temple as his sanctuary be strong and do and do the work so i'm thinking that this event likely happened when solomon was likely a very young a very young boy. Maybe five, six, maybe a very young boy, where he was not really, he was not so aware of what was what was happening on on this particular day. Verse 11 says then David gave Solomon the plans for the temple and its surroundings, including the entry rooms, the store, the storerooms, and the upstairs room, the inner rooms, and the inner sanctuary, which was at the place of atonement. David also gave Solomon all the plans he had in mind mind for the courtyard of the lord's temple the outside rooms the treasuries and the rooms for the gifts dedicated to the lord the king also gave solomon the instruction concerning uh, the work of the various division of priests and levites in in the temple of the lord and he gave specification for the items in the temple that were to be used for worship so yes this was now more like david handing over you know now solomon obviously he was now king and david was giving him everything all the instruction that god had given him 14 says that david gave instruction regarding how much gold and silver should be used to make the items needed for service he told solomon the amount of gold needed for the gold lampstand and lamps and the amount of silver for the silver lampstand lampstand and and, and lamps are depending on how each hour would be used he designated the amount of gold for the table on which the bread of the presence will be placed and the amount of silver for other tables david also designated the amount of gold for the solid gold meat hooks are used to handle the sacrificial meat and for the basins, uh the basins. Pitchers and dishes, as well as the amount of silver for every dish. He designated the amount of refined gold for the altar of incense. Finally, he gave him a plan for the Lord's chariots. The gold cherubim, wood wings were stretched out over the ark of the lord's covenant so you see eventually when the temple was going to be built yes this was everything it was all david's idea but not just david's idea as if he cooked them up they were instructions that were given to david himself 19 says every part of this plan david told solomon in quotes now was given to me in writing from the hand of of the lord okay they were given to him in writing in the doors just as moses you know received you know instruction god told him look you see the way i showed it to you you know i showed you uh literally the throne room of heaven i want you to just make a model of it right here right here on on earth on earth Uh, the same thing is happening to david david said it was given to me in writing from the hand of the Lord so I'm thinking most likely a prophet you know, or um, a priest is prophesying you know and they are declaring you know what what God is is saying to them and David is saying into the mind of God verse 26 then David continued be strong and courageous and do the work I don't know about you but this feels like uh, Moses and Joshua all over again just the same way Moses was telling Joshua be strong be courageous David is telling Solomon be strong and courageous and do the work don't be afraid or discouraged for the Lord God my God is with you ah I don't know how many people can say that can you say to your children the Lord God my God is with you ah may God give us such testimonies in the mighty name of jesus he says he will not fail he will not fail you or forsake you he will see to it that all the work related to the temple of the lord is finished correctly He says god will see to it that it is finished correctly verse 21 says the various divisions of priests and levites will serve in the temple in the temple of the lord others with skills of every kind will volunteer and the officials and the entire nation are at your command. So I'm sure this was literally that day ending over where David is giving Solomon the final instruction. All right, let's read the final chapter of 1 Chronicles. It says, then King David turned to the entire assembly and said, My son Solomon, would God has clearly chosen as the next king of Israel, is still young and inexperienced. The work ahead of him is enormous. For the, for the temple he will build is not for mere mortals. it is for the Lord God himself. Using every resource at my command, I have gathered as much as I could for building the temple of my God. Now there is enough gold, silver, bronze, iron and wood, as well as great quantities of onyx, other precious stones, costly jewels, and all kinds of fine stone and marble. So I'm telling you, David had, <laughs> yes, deliberately consciously, you know, gathered this. I'm sure he, he always had it as an ambition. This is something I'm going to do. I'm going to do for you, God. Because God was really excited. Look, I've never told anyone that I needed a house. But this was just a passion with you. And God was really excited with David. He said, look, you're a man after my heart. But still, your son will be the one to build to build this. But that didn't deter David. David got ready for this temple. Verse 3 says, And now, because of my devotion to the temple of my God, I am giving all of my own private treasures of gold and silver to help in the construction. This is in addition to the building materials I have already collected for His holy temple. I am donating more than 112 tons of gold uh, from Ophir and 262 tons of refined silver to be used for overlaying the walls of the buildings. And for the other gold and silver works to be done by the craftsmen, now then, who will follow my example and give offerings to the Lord today? So I learned this with David, David led by example. And I'm telling every leader out there, lead by example. If there are things you want to get uh, those following you to do, whether you are a father, whether you run a business, whether you are a teacher, uh, wherever it is that you are leading, lead by example. David, first of all, give and after showing by example he told the people give and you will see it uh, the people would give generously he says verse 6 then the family leaders the leaders of the tribes of israel the generals and captains of the army and the king's administrative officers all gave willingly you want people to give willingly uh, start with yourself and lead by example. He says, for the construction, they give willingly for the construction of the temple of God. They give about 118 tons of gold, 10,000 gold coins, 375 tons of silver. 697 675 tons of bronze and 3750 tons of iron i'm telling you when i look at all of this sorry my mind just went to the amount of tons of <laughs> of gold and silver that the uh, queen bathsheba, bathsheba gave and you will know, give david aha ah, 9000 you know so when you put everybody's own together you know that that woman wow really blessed solomon verse 8 but let's continue with our reading today It says they also contributed numerous precious stones which were deposited in the treasury of the of the house of the lord under the care of jehiel a descendant of gershon the people are rejoiced over the offerings for they they had given freely and wholeheartedly to the lord and king david was filled with joy but you see all of this happened because david led by example then David verse 10 praised the Lord in the presence of the whole assembly. So you see some of the things we will read. These are some some of the psalms of David that we will, like. We will call them later the psalms of David. So David wrote some of these psalms are based on uh, what he was going through. When people give generously, David was inspired of God. You know, he wrote a psalm when David was uh, facing defeat. He wrote a psalm when David was facing. In a time of trouble, he wrote, he wrote a psalm when David was excited to worship God. David wrote a psalm, and David was writing a psalm here. It's a prayer of praise. O Lord, the God of our ancestor Israel, may you be praised forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the great is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty everything in the heavens and on earth is yours O Lord and this is your kingdom and this is your kingdom we adore you as the one who is over all things wealth and honor comes from you alone for you rule over everything power and might are in your hands and at your discretion people are made great and giving strength, I'm telling you, David's understanding of God. I'm telling you, wows me when I read the Psalms of David. I'm excited. Uh, this is someone who knew God. You know, his, his mind just round wild whenever he was worshiping God. And I'm telling you, it's the same thing I desire for every one of us. Verse 13 says, "Our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name." Thing. but who am I and who are my people that we could give anything to you everything we have has come from you and we give you only what you first gave us so David is telling us something very important everything you have God gave you so why is it such a constraint to give anything back to the Lord David is saying that look it's an, it was this is a great privilege a great opportunity to be able to give to God he says, we are here uh, for only a moment. Uh, visitors and strangers in the land as our ancestors were before us. Our days on earth are like a passing shadow gone so soon without a trace. He says, O oh Lord our God, even these materials we have gathered to build a temple to honor your holy name comes from you. It all belongs to you. Listen, you know, everything that you have, everything you are boasting about, Everything you are priding, yeah, that you have obtained, everything God gave you. Ah Yes, because if God was to take away one thing from you this morning, uh, you won't uh, you won't have anything uh, If your health was to give way uh, You will know that uh, you see all those things that you are resting on are not so important So praise God for everything he has given you and that was what David was doing here 17 says I know my God that you examine our hearts and rejoice when you find integrity there Did you hear that? God rejoices eh? He says and he examines our hearts and rejoices when he finds integrity there god wants us to be people of integrity he says you know i have done all this with good motives and i have watched your people offer their gifts willingly and joyously so david wasn't doing all of this because he wanted to to be in and just be proud you know it's not that he wanted to just show off that he was a king that could give so much no david said look you see people's heart you know my integrity you know that i am doing this for the greatness of your name 18 says oh lord <clears throat> the god of our ancestors abraham isaac and israel make your people always want to obey you see to it that their love for you never changes what a prayer give my son solomon the all-hearted desire to obey all your commands laws and decrees and to do everything necessary to build this temple for which i have made this Preparation and I'm praying the same thing for all our children that God will give them a heart that desires to obey God's command in the mighty name of Jesus. And I think this should be our prayer. Verse 19 Lord, give our children okay, the, the whole hearted desire to obey you. Ha! That will be our our testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus. He says, and to do everything necessary to build this temple for which I have made this preparation. 20, then David said to the Own assembly, give praise to the Lord, uh, to the Lord your God. And the entire assembly praised the Lord, uh, the God of their ancestors. And they bowed low and knelt before the Lord and the King. The next day, they brought one thousand of bulls, 1,000 rams and 1,000 male lambs as burnt offerings to the Lord. They also brought liquid offerings and many other sacrifices on behalf of all Israel. They feasted and drank in the Lord's presence with great joy that day. And again, so I'm sure this was like the the coronation of, of Solomon. And again, they crowned David's son, Solomon as their new king. They anointed him before the Lord as their leader. And they anointed Zadok as priests so Solomon took the throne of the Lord in place he took that it took um, the throne in place of his father David and he succeeded in everything and all Israel obeyed him so you see that when you read the accounts of Chronicles, you know David was very, was very, very, very deliberate, deliberate in his handing over. It wasn't a matter of of just um, happenstance. No, David was uh, was deliberate. You know, and everyone knew that yes, uh, Solomon was to be king. And so when Solomon was crowned, it wasn't a uh, no, no. There was no objection, since all the officials, all the warriors, and the sons of King David. Pledged their loyalty to king Solomon, obviously, apart from Artoonijah. <laughs> and the lord exalted Solomon in the sight of all Israel and he gave Solomon greater royal splendor than any king in Israel before him. Verse 26 says, So David son of jesse reigned over all israel he reigned over israel for 40 years seven of them in Hebron and 33 in jerusalem he died at a ripe old age having enjoyed long life wealth and honor then his son solomon rode in his place all the events of king david's reign from beginning to the end are written in the record of samuel the seer the record of nathan the prophet and the record of god the seer so so these are some of the records okay that you put together to from the book of chronicles okay the records of samuel the seer of course samuel was a prophet the record of nathan the prophet and the record of god the seer and these accounts include the mighty deeds of his reign and everything that happened to him and to israel and all the surrounding nations wow so that concludes that concludes for us the accounts of David um and- the second time we will go over all the accounts of David. You know, from tomorrow we we'll start Second Chronicles, and then of course, naturally we will start with the accounts of Solomon first, and then the other kings, the other kings of Israel. Now, why is this important? Why is it important that look, the Bible wants us to repeat, you know, reading this book when we already read it in the book, you know, in First Kings and Second Kings. So, um, one of the things I take from here is the fact is the fact that in reading it a second time. You know, I can see the splendor and everything that was given yes, everything, the magnificence of this temple, you know, and all the glory of this temple but remember, we know the end we know everything that happened, even when David prayed for Solomon and everything that he would always, you know, obey God and everything, we know everything that happened, so we know the end so when we are reading from Second Chronicles from tomorrow, you know, read it with that perspective in mind that you know the end of the story and I'm telling you, there are not many times you will go through this in life, when you Know the end from the beginning, but when you read uh, from tomorrow, read with that perspective in mind, and I'm telling you, you will learn so many lessons. So, like I said, I will be praying today uh, from verse 19. David said, "Give my son Solomon the all hearted desire to obey all your commands, laws, and decrees, and to do everything necessary to build this temple." how want us to pray, pray this morning for our children. Pray this morning, you know, for everyone uh, who we lead, that God would give them a a heart that desires, you know, a heart that genuinely, that wholeheartedly, you know, obeys God's commands, God's laws, God's decrees, wants to please God. Can we just say that prayer this morning, Father, give my children the heart a heart that wants to seek you give my children a heart that wants to love you that wants to be close to you lord that's my prayer this morning in the mighty name of jesus that my children will love you that my children will be devoted to you in the mighty name of jesus lord my children will not be wayward in the name of jesus and these ones will love you from the bottom of their hearts in the mighty name of jesus lord i pray lord that just as i love and cherish you my children will cherish you also take them deeper in their work with you in the name of jesus give them a heart that yearns from you scripture says that as the deer longs for the water my soul longs for you let that be the testimony of my children in the mighty name of jesus i declare a blessing over your people today let each one return with a testimony we give you all the praise in jesus mighty name we have prayed amen all right thank you so much for listening today god bless you enjoy your day